the last word on business. With Fitzgerald Power, providing tailored accounting services to meet your business's needs. Fitzgeraldpower.ie so Ian Guider joins us the earliest we've ever done the business news here on The Last Word but there's only one big story which is dominating the news agenda as well as business because it is a business story tell us about Ryan Tuberty's secret payments from RTE Good afternoon, Matt, and this is a quite extraordinary story, and it is an important story because RTE is owned by taxpayers. We provide the licence fee income to it, which every year amounts to about €170 million. Euro. If you have a TV out there, you have to pay this licence. So it's an important company to Ireland, it's an important business to the state, and it's important to taxpayers. So that's just a context. We have a statement from RTE today saying that in March of this year, during a routine audit of RTE's books for last year, so it's 2022 accounts, and issue emerged in relation to what they say is the transparency of certain payments and it relates to payments to RTE's biggest star, the now former host of The Late Late Show and host of RTE Radio 1, Ryan Tuberty, who has for many years been the station's biggest and highest paid star. Now, they say that the two issues have emerged and I'll go through them in a little bit of detail. There is a little bit of numbers here, but they are important. So let's go to the one that I think is the more serious one and this is two payments for two years, 2021 and 2022 of €75,000 each year to Ryan Tuberty. On top of on top what was of, his declared publicly declared income. On top of what his, was his salary. And the, the context for this is back in 2019, RTE said they would be reducing the fees paid to its top 10 broadcasters. For many years, RTE didn't like publishing these details. It was picked over in the media. It upsets a lot, a lot of people who don't believe RTE figures should be paid substantial salaries. That's neither here nor there. So when they started the negotiations with Ryan Tuberty's contract, they wanted to bring his pay down by at least 15%. And on the face of it, they did bring his pay down by, say, by around 11%. But how it emerged, what emerged here was they came to an agreement whereby a commercial partner would pay Ryan Turperty €75,000 and the commercial partner in return would get personal appearances by Ryan Turperty at events. And RTE would be able to say, well, look, in our accounts, we'll book this into our barter accounts and for people not in the media industry it's effectively contra so they might get additional ads or they might get additional things from RTE and RTE and Ryan Tuberty would make those appearances so the commercial partner in one year paid Ryan Tuberty that 75,000 euro Sorry, instead of giving the money to RTE the commercial partner, partner gave the money to Ryan Tuberty gave the money to Ryan Tuberty and RTE booked it in its accounts through its barter account booked in the value of that now it had the effect of when Ryan Tuberty and all the other top 10 star salaries were published, it made it have the effect of looking like Ryan Tuberty was paid less by RTE than the overall amount of money he received. So for those two years, it was €75,000. But sorry, there was a complication in the second year in that the commercial partner yes. didn't pay the money, so RTE so did. So RTE did because they had given a guarantee that he would receive this amount. So in the second year, the commercial partner decided not to go ahead with this agreement and RTE, because they had guaranteed that Ryan Torrey would receive this figure, he got the money. So for two years, his pay was €75,000 more than was disclosed. Now the second issue Matt... And Sorry, because that only comes to 150000 out of this headline sum that Ben gave us of 345000 Yes, over a six year period and I'll go into the, the second issue that emerged is as part of a review, RTE 
we don't know why this started or how this started, began to look back through past payments to RTE, to Ryan Tuberty of his salary from RTE or the payments to Ryan Tuberty from RTE and identified €120,000 that he had been paid but had not been disclosed as part of the annual top 10 disclosure of presenter pay. Now, I'll give you the figures here and I just want to go through some of them because they are important. Back in 2017, the published earnings for for Ryan Tuberty from RTE were just over €491,000 in its, in its top 10 report. He actually was paid €511,000. By 2019, RTE disclosed that Ryan Tuberty had been paid €495,000. He actually earned €545,000. In 2022, Ryan Tuberty's published earnings were 440000 his actual earnings were €515,000. So these were substantial differences between what was disclosed by RTE and what the money actually received by Ryan Tuberty is. Now, Matt, there's a reason people might be saying, well, why is this important? Well, RTE, like any other body, has to sign off on its accounts. They have to be signed off by auditors and every bit of information in it has to be very accurate. And there are other questions here. So, why did RTE feel the need to put this arrangement in place with Ryan Tuberty in the first place? We do know the station's finances have been under pressure, both from a slowdown in advertising income, but also the fact that it claims it's not getting a fair shake of the license fee, that there are people out there not paying it, and it wants more. But in return, it said it would reduce fees. If it's reducing fees, why did it enter into this arrangement with RTE? Even if with, a Ryan Tuberty. It, with Ryan Tuberty. Even if a commercial partner was going to pay this extra money, we should have known about it. Then because presumably, otherwise, this is money that RT would have received from the commercial partner rather than diverting it to Ryan Tuberty. Exactly. Now, it's important to point out that in the accounts, RTE say that they have looked through that at a request of the board in the past week, they've conducted an internal review of the pay of all the other top 10 broadcasters and it has found that the full cost to RTE of its contracts and, and other payments, they have all been correctly reported. So this is just a matter about Ryan Tuberty. That still is a very important issue because, as I said, it's a public entity, it's owned by taxpayers, it's funded by taxpayers. We should know this. As an organisation, it has responsibility to make sure that its accounts are accurate. But then, who was responsible within RT for the negotiation with Ryan Tuberty and then keeping this particular information secret? We don't know. That is, frankly, in the statement, RTE just say that in early 2020, when they were looking at Ryan Tuberty's contracts, they started the details as to how this payment went. Was this somebody that was directly a line manager of RTE? Was this the board? We don't know. You would have to imagine that given that Ryan Tuberty was the number one paid star in RTE, given that he is the most high profile people, this contract surely would have come to the attention of the board. Did they know about this payment? these payments or this is this was the way he would get this extra 75,000 euro per year did they sign off on it whom on the board signed off on it who oh, on sorry. the board committee signed off on it is that making an assumption not that the board knew Maybe the board didn't know. Maybe, Maybe the, the information was not brought to the board. Maybe. We, we don't know. I think it would be helpful if RTE clarified who signed off on this decision. Did it reach board level? We, we don't have answers to these questions. We don't have answers to the timing of this. RTE undergoes an audit every year. Like any organisation, there is an audit of its accounts. It says that in late March of this year, during a routine audit, the issue was discovered. And on foot of that, the 
committee, the audit committee of RTE Sports, so people that look after his finances, got in the accountant's grant Thornton to carry out an independent review of what happened. That was delivered to the board last Friday, considered by the risk committee and discussed by the full board of RTE this week. But there are a huge amount of questions here. There's a statement from Minister Catherine Martin in relation to this. She says, I was advised in March 2023 that an issue would come to light in the course of the audit of the RTE 2022 accounts and that a fact-finding review had been commissioned by the Audit and Risk Committee of the RTE Board. I'm extremely concerned of the details which were contained in RTE statement today on foot of that review being completed. I've spoken with the RTE chairperson today and have subsequently written to her requesting that she meet with me in officials at the department. The meeting has been arranged for Monday. I've asked the chair to set out in that meeting in detail the issues involved, the steps the board has taken to deal with the matter, the follow-on action that will be required and the timeline for these actions. She continues, the public rightly expect much higher standards of transparency and accountability from Ireland's public service broadcaster. It is unacceptable that these have not been met. It will be critical for the board to identify whether there are wider governance issues that need to be examined and addressed and to ensure that there is appropriate accountability for what has occurred. It will be equally important for the board to demonstrate that it is putting in place appropriate structures and processes to prevent our occurrence of the matter uh, of this nature. So, how serious is this for the reputation of RTE and its credibility? Oh, Matt, this is this is the biggest crisis RTE has faced in a long, long time because, let's be honest, this goes beyond the pay of people out there. Look, if this was a company out there, Matt, you and I would be discussing this in terms of heads rolling, future reputation of a company, and as to whether outside investigators would be looking at, at the organisation in itself. I think the, the concern I would have, Matt, here right now is, OK, we've now had this Grant Thornton report prepared for RTE. I think perhaps it might be helpful if they were able to publish a summary of that report that's in relation to the payments, the €75,000 payments over the two-year period that we didn't know about. But also, how on earth does an organisation the size of RTE, with what you assume would be checks and balances in place, not know that over a number of years it had understated a payment or payments of €120,000 to Ryan Tuberty that weren't disclosed? So there are two issues here. They're equally as serious and we need to know about them, I think, from a point of view and you know, I'm being very careful with my words here, Matt, because, of course, let's be honest, we're in the media and we know every single individual involved here, both at presenter level and at board level. But for a company to come out and say we did not disclose the full facts and there were deals done here that we didn't disclose, these are very, very serious matters. Because there were people in RT who knew when they published their annual statement of salaries that there was a deliberate deception in what they were saying about Ryan Tobody's money. Yeah, it goes beyond. Look, they publish the top 10 salaries separately every year. So that has to be signed off of by somebody to say it is accurate and to go out. But all of these figures, Matt, go into making up the annual report as well. So when the board start to do their review of the accounts and their finances every year, they need to make sure that they have accounted for every single cent of money spent by RTE. This listener wants to know, will Ryan Tuberty have to repay this money 
I imagine probably not because this was a properly entered into agreement on the part of his agent with RTE, even if RTE did not disclose it. I'd imagine, though, it does raise issues about future contracts that Ryan Tuberty will have with RTE, given that he has left the Late Late Show and people do legitimately want to know, was there any connection with this and his decision to step down from the Late Late Show? But if they're now negotiating future contracts in relation to his one-hour radio show on RTE Radio 1, how much of a complicating factor is this revelation likely to be? Yeah, and just, you know, in terms of what it means for other presenters in RTE, they do say that while the report was being carried out by Grant Thornton, they did put a pause on all new material contracts for on-air presenters. So if anybody else was negotiating a deal with RTE, they had actually paused those negotiations while this report was carried out. I think, Matt, just on the timing of it, and we're going here in the RTE statement, they say that in late March of this year, the matter arose for them and they called in Grant Thornton. Ryan Tuberty announced that his departure from the Late Late Show in early March, I think it was about the 15th or the 16th of March, he announced that he was stepping down as presenter of, late, of the Late Late Show. I think just a couple of other matters here that will emerge. You know, there's a new chairperson in RTE. She has just been appointed in a number of it's months. Shuni Rally. The Director General of RTE, D Forbes, is departing on the 10th of July. And the new director. And I believe General, she's already left the building. She's effectively using up her she, holiday time before she officially leaves. The Irish Independent are reporting that she is on annual leave but she remains fully contactable to RTE she is departing on the 10th of July Kevin Backhurst, the RTE's incoming Director General is in Ireland and has been in RTE and that's according to the Irish Independent as well today. But there will be a push I presume to get disclosure as to who knew what that there are a number of names within RTE will possibly become known as to their involvement in all of this. We need to know exactly what went on here in the initial period when they were negotiating these payments at Ryan Tuberty that would have been paid by a commercial partner, who in RTE knew it, at what level, and when was it, who signed off on it, and also what happened to the second year of it when the commercial partner didn't go ahead with that second year of the €75,000 payment. And one final thing again, just to bring up, RTE has been looking for an increase in the licence fee on a number of occasions in recent years. It hasn't received it. The issue of future funding is something that has been examined by the government how is this likely to play to all of that? Well, I think the chances of RTE getting a licence fee increase are somewhere between zero and zero over the next couple of but years. But it remains anyway. an important public it, sector broadcaster. And no matter about this story, this still has an important part to play in Irish public life. So where does it leave it after this? It does. And over the last number of years, the board of RTE have failed to convince the government to increase the licence fee or even to go about a major change in how it's collected. They're talking about new measures to crack down on evasion and how it's collected and how the licence fee is collected, that's not going to matter a whole lot to RTE unless they can get an actual increase in funding from somewhere, I think a government at the moment to increase RTE's licence fee income or to give it a new source of income would be absolutely mad at the moment because the public who do pay RTE's income, do pay RTE's salaries, all those workers out there, they just don't like the idea that people earn this type of money. I happen to believe that people should be earning as much as they're worth Matt out there. People can get that money, they get it in private sector organisations, but people out there don't like this and the government are cognizant of that. We better leave it there. Ian Guider uh, from the Business Post, thank you very much for being with us. The Last Word with Matt Cooper. Weekdays from 4.30. Today and-